Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Pod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. L'emozione e l'onore di ricevere un premio come B. Shaman Award, cosa significa per te, per la tua fondazione, con tua moglie? Sì, sì, no, significa tutto per noi. Siamo una famiglia che capiamo che è molto, molto importante fare le cose che, che sono più grandi di te stesso, sai? le cose che, che le fai per altre persone che possono crescere, devi fare un po' di ispirazioni per, per loro. È una bella cosa per noi avere questo, questo, questo momento. Come stai fisicamente? Come ti senti? Mi, se, mi, sento, mi sento bene. Mi sì. sento bene. L'appuntamento è per questo. Mi sentirò meglio il prossimo anno, però adesso mi sento bene. Cosa ne pensi di MetaWorkless in Italia? Guarda, ho parlato con lui due giorni fa. Mi ha detto, allora, qui, i tifosi sono, sono matti, però in una, in una, in una bellissima cosa. Non ho mai visto questo, ma mi stava dicendo. Mi ha detto, devi venire qua a giocare. Oggi, sì. oggi lui ha detto, capisco perché Kobe Bryant ha quel fuoco dentro, perché sì. qua tutti giocano. Beh, cioè, quanto è stato detto, importante? Quello che l'ho detto, ho detto, guarda, io sono cresciuto, capisco tutto. È per questo che io gioco con questa passione. E lui ha detto, ah no, capisco tutto adesso. Quindi verrai a giocare in Italia. <laughs> Difficile per me giocare il prossimo anno. <laughs> All right, you guys. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. For today's story, we're going to be talking about um, the land down under. Um, before we start, um, we gotta we gotta recognize um the damage that was done because of the wildfires. Um we're gonna do we're gonna do a couple of things before we start off the episode. Um first we're gonna sort of um have a moment of silence um for two things that have just happened right now. Um we're going to have a moment of silence um because this happened this happened just right just happened just today just a couple hours ago um breaking news um nba star kobe bryant has been killed in the helicopter crash in california all five people on board the chopper died 
the city of Calabasas has confirmed and his daughter, his young daughter was on that flight and um, rest, rest in power to that um, legend. Um, I mean, I grew up, believe it or not, I actually grew up a, um, I grew up a Bulls fan initially, believe it or not, as a little kid. And I, I really wanted to play basketball and I wasn't any, I wasn't any good at it at all. Um, um, I wanted to play because of Michael Jordan and, um, I, Jordan was like, um, is like God to me pretty much. Um, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of Kobe, but I knew that he was one of the greats, you know, um, that, that, that couldn't be taken away from him. And as I started liking the Celtics, um, you know, when the aughts came around or whatever, and I grew up a little bit more, um, yeah, um, there was a sort of a rivalry because the, the, the Celtics and Lakers have a historic rivalry and yeah, I was cheering against Kobe, but um, during that, during the 08 Olympics, I remember that 08 Olympics because in 04, the, um, the, the U.S. basketball team was terrible. I mean, they, I think came in third or something like that. And they were, they were hugely embarrassed. But then in 2008, they, they had better coaching and they had better mindset. And, you know, they had LeBron, Kobe, um, I think it was a Car- Carmelo Anthony in that, in that one. And I was cheering for Kobe during those Olympics because that 04 one, when we got our butts kicked was embarrassing, but you know, that was a one time I was cheering really, really hard for Kobe. And it was, you know, even though I was a Celtics fan, I was, you know, cheering hard for him in that Olympics. I was watching those games, but, um, let's just have a brief moment of silence and recognize that we lost the legend. All right. Um, now we're going to have a moment of silence for the um, people and the wildlife that has been lost in, in New South Wales and a lot of Australia through the wildfires. So we're going to we're going to have a moment of silence for the first responders that have died, the um, the people that died, um, the the animals, the innocent animals that died through this these wildfires. So we're gonna have another moment of silence. All right. Okay. All right. Now that we've we've thought about those major things, because again, life is a lot bigger than than cannabis. Although it's such a good medical plant, um, there there are priorities that are bigger than cannabis a lot of the time. Sometimes in our lives, you know, you know, people dying, animals dying. That's 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 larger than flipping weed. Let's just let's just call it what it is here. So we have to we have to recognize that when we we need to. But um, I can be 
found on the following platforms, iTunes, CastBox, uh, Podbean, Podcast Addicts, which a lot of people seem to like, TuneIn, which a lot of people love, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. We have a Discord server now. Um, you can join the ever-growing and expanding flat universe of the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. Um, you can join that ever-expanding universe by going to https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r and that's how you that's how you get to join our our discord channel you can discuss anything cannabis related we have a off-topic um chat room that you can you can join we have just a variety of different resources that you guys can check out in the chat and you guys can meet other patients as well too so for today's episode we're going to be talking about australia um as we talked about in our major episode about um about australia and about what they're up to with um with the capital territory legalizing um growing possessing and gifting for adults um this is a very similar situation like i said in that episode to what what happened in washington dc they legalized growing possessing and sales i want to say in 2014 and their government weren't weren't fans of it you know, um, they they didn't really like it much. Yeah, they weren't really, they didn't, you know, they didn't, yeah, so they legalized it, um, growing possession and um, gifting. Um, and the federal government, through a, a um, congressman in neighboring Maryland, because D.C. and Maryland are near each other, um, he passed this thing called the Harris Amendment, and then that prevents Washington, D.C. from setting up retail sales. So when they did that in 2014, again, a murky on this sort of timeline, but again, a Maryland congressman in, 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 that, in, in that neighboring area put forth a federal rule saying that, that, that Washington, D.C. can't spend its own money or its own resources to create um, adult use dispensers. So Washington DC is sort of in a, a, a limbo. You know, you have you have these events or these art events where you'll see these paintings or whatever, and then you buy the painting for a hundred bucks, and then you get a quarter of, of 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 cannabis. Like that's that's kind of how they have to do things because the federal government and that specific amendment prevents them from having adult use sales so um if you if you're in australia if you're in in the capital territory um really pay attention to washington dc pay attention to their journey how they did things because this is very similar to what's happening in in canberra right now and we're going to read about it canberra's cannabis laws don't address supply problem meaning that buying the drug will remain illegal tom Twally. Cannabis will be legal in the ACT come the ending of the month, but those hoping to light up might have to break the law to do so. The controversial new laws legalize growing, possessing, smoking small quantities of cannabis. If you're over 18, you can grow the plant, collect up to 50 grams of dried blood, smoke it as you like within your own home, provided there are no children around. But the laws don't offer any guidance on how it's supposed to be acquired. There, there will not be any cannabis shops 
opening up as buying and selling the drug remains strictly illegal. Again, it's like Washington, D.C. situation. You're going to have these pop-up events. You're going to have, um, um, you know, these sort of like juice bars or whatever where people are, are selling juice. Like, let's say Arizona iced tea or they're selling, um, you know, um, what, what other drinks? They're selling like a Capri Sun or whatever for like, they're selling a Capri Sun for fit, like one, one of those giant Capri Suns for like, let's say they sell that for 50 bucks and then they give you an eighth of cannabis. Like, that's, that's, that's what they do in Washington, DC. Like, it's along those lines. And we're going to see that pop up in Canberra, Australia. We're going to see that happen in the capital territory. There were not Okay, I already read that. It also cannot cannot be gifted from one person to another. Oh, ooh, so they don't even have that. But people are still going to do it. Like, I mean, if you make a law like this where you can grow if you own your own home and you can possess and smoke in private, you can't you have you have no way of getting it because the stores are illegal you can't do the whole gifting thing because they don't have that clause but you're gonna have people do that anyway i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna tell you that's what's gonna go down like it's like you created this sort of gray area this untenable gray area where you legalized having it but you didn't legalize getting it and people are gonna get it somehow they are they're gonna get it somehow cultivating two plants to a limit of four per household is perfectly legal but buying cannabis seeds is not professors Simon Lenton of Curtin University National Drug Research Institute argued that the laws left people looking to use cannabis with few options outside the drug dealer. Either they're going to go to the illegal market or they're going to miss out, he said. It's a really a problem for how the majority of people in the ACT who smoke cannabis are going to access cannabis. The ACT is quite clear on the matter, arguing that its approach is harm minimization, not opening the doors for cannabis to for potential users. The, the approach seeks to ensure adults who are in possession do not face the prospect, prospect of a criminal penalty for possession and are more easily able to seek help for addiction, treatment, for the adverse effects of cannabis <laughs> adverse effects it, it let's look at the adverse effects of, of, of all these drugs these pharmaceuticals it is not the government's intention to legalize the gifting of cannabis between individuals other acts of supply or the commercial sale of cannabis could weed shops work new zealand is currently weighing up its options in legalizing cannabis ahead of a referendum question in late 2020 the current plan suggests a tightly regulated market commercial model with cannabis sold in licensed shops. It would not be advertised or sold to anyone under 20 and the potency of cannabis sold will be restricted. Oh, nanny state. Like the ACT, the New Zealand government is also pitching legalization as a harm minimization measure. Quote, the primary objective of legalization is to reduce overall cannabis use and to limit the ability of young people to access cannabis. New, New Zealand Justice Minister Andrew Little said, I'm guessing that's like the equivalent of like the, um, in like the US, like the Attorney General or whatever. Um, like our our AG is William Barr, but um, I'm guessing that's what the just. I, I'm guessing that's the that's the functional equivalent of like the AG and like parliamentarians. I don't know. I'm just just guessing. Anyone who wants to smoke it can do so at home and in licensed venues, but not where alcohol is being sold. It raises the possibility of cannabis cafes like the ones in Europe 
found in Europe. That's a good thing. Yeah, let's see. We're gonna we're probably gonna see that. Oh, we're probably gonna see that run rampant in um in Canberra. We're gonna see a bunch of those because again, if you don't own your own home and you rent, you don't have a place to use. So where are these people gonna go to use if they can't use in their home or rental? Oh wait, cannabis cafe. That's gonna that's gonna develop. Well, mark my words. You might be able to enjoy a cup of coffee and tea with your canvas product, but not alcohol, Mr. Little said. So like the 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 justice minister is saying you can't gift, but okay, that's a New Zealand minister or whatever. Alright, so not the not the Australian one. Okay. I wanna mix the two up. Some ACT MLAs have indicated that they could be supportive of the commercialization down the down the track, arguing that it would help cut criminal gangs out of the cannabis business and it would help drug war victims and the Aborigines that are probably likely the most vulnerable to prosecution and arrests. Persecution and arrests. But it would not be an option for the foreseeable future due to federal regulations that can't not be overcome. Professor Linden said by going going by the experience in north america adding profit to the mix did not necessarily work out um i mean it's gonna depend on the state um that, that you're looking that legalize it if you look to colorado or oregon which regulated it a lot better than a lot of the other legal states that is a pretty good they're pretty good templates um you look at colorado and, and and oregon then you know adding profit or adding commercialization to the mix can be fine it can work out great you know it can work out so great that the prices of the legal market go down to next to nothing and ounces cost 50 50 or whatever and and who's who's going to their dealer when you can go to the dispensary where the ounce is 50 bucks i know i won't but again excuse me again it's going to really depend on the u.s state you're analyzing so him saying across the board that north america didn't work out depends on the state or the province you're, you're looking at you know you look at saskatchewan or alberta they didn't they did a lot they did things a lot better than ontario so saying oh well in canada legalization isn't working because they didn't kill the black market yada 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 no it really depends on the area but anywho let's continue excuse me he argued he argued it encouraged the consumption of ever stronger strains of cannabis what we've heard about in north america is very much commercially driven profit driven markets where the industry is really in the market trying to maximize profit he said and then we got the very serious problems we've seen associated with alcohol and tobacco use and the problems that are emerging now look like the worst of that social clubs floated as possible solution an act parliamentary inquiry considered many of these issues while the legislation was still being drafting drafted making a range of recommendations one was allowing cannabis social clubs up to 10 to be formed as a way of getting a riot around the supply issues social clubs would essentially allow users to pull their plants yeah like basically the spain model where the people were if you're part of that social club or that consumption lounge you you join it you pay you pay i think a monthly fee or something or a monthly monthly cost for like the growers and the cultivators to cultivate for you and then when you go to these lounges there's enough weed for you because you paid you pay that you pay those people for their labor and their you know and their time towards growing plants for you so when you when you go to these lounges if you if you're a participant and you you, you pay up 
you know, for, for, for people to grow for you, then you, when you go to the lounge, there's always cannabis free. Um, I think that's, I believe to the best of my knowledge, that's how Spain does it in their lounges. Social clubs would essentially allow users to pull their plants, growing plants together at one single property. Membership would be re- restricted and registered and plants would be grown on the behalf of members who can access them, access their cannabis free of charge. Professor Lenton said, having surveyed the models in place around the world, social clubs appear to offer the best legal middle ground. He argued it provided an easy option for people unwilling or unable to grow their own plants. Quote, it's a way of providing cannabis in a restricted market without the products of widespread availability. Oh my God. But I mean, we're not talking about the widespread availability of alcohol and the deaths caused by alcohol and drunk driving and yada yada. But we're like, oh, cannabis, we can't have that. And reefer madness has spread all over the world and we can't forget that. It's a way of providing cannabis in a restricted market without the problems of widespread availability, rampant commercialization, and profit advertising to people who are regular cannabis users, he said, rather than having them go to the illicit market. The ACT government rejected this recommendation, suggesting it went beyond the intention of legislation and would have made it difficult for police to distinguish between cannabis clubs and illegal grow houses. Whether or not supply becomes a problem for you and the ACT government will become apparent in just a matter of weeks when the legislation comes into effect. Again, um, we're going to put in the description, um, we're going to sort we, our, our, our deep dive and our breakdown into DC situation and what can be learned from it and how it can be applied to the ACT's legalization. So we'll put that in the description. A public information campaign is planned, pl- is planned to roll out before the laws come into force, which might give some indication of the government that the government expects users to put Put new laws into practice. End of article. So there you got it. Go there. <laughs> there you got it, folks. Um, there you have it. Um, it's going to be a fight. Um, when this becomes legal at the end of the month in the ECT. Um, it's going to be a no man's land. Um, people are not going to know where to get their product, or they're having to get from their girl or guy. They're going to have to continue doing that. And um, if they don't own their own property to be able to home grow, again, they don't really have this privilege. So this is sort of, you know, this is sort of a half-baked legalization. But, I mean, it should still be seen as a huge victory for Australia because medical continues to be expensive and adult use seems to not really be a possibility with the current government they've got. So if we can make progress around the edges with, with what the ACT has done in Australia, you know, and that can spread to the other provinces, then hopefully that, that ends up being the case. But um, again, I don't want to keep this episode too long. Um, as always, I can be found on various different platforms such as Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Addict, Radio Public, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and other platforms like it. Um, again, you can just you can join the Discord server to join our ever expanding um, I am Canvas Sativa Flat Earth. Kind of kidding about that part, but you can join our ever expanding um, universe on the Discord channel at https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r. And you can follow me at IC Sativa Pod. 
You can also support us via PayPal at paypal.me slash icsativapodcast. Um, you can follow me on IG at I am Cannabis Sativa. You can become a Patreon at HTTP, or, or excuse me, you can become a Patreon at HTTP colon slash slash bit.ly slash 2ZUKDGC. And um, as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out. Ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r. Again, that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link https colon slash bit ly slash 33fkrv9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40, percent sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And if you're in Northeast New England and you're in Eastern Massachusetts, especially, or, or um, Southern New Hampshire or Southern Maine, then you can get some great and inexpensive CBD flour delivered directly to your door very quickly. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash shop dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao
Yeah.